welcome to the 147th episode of the Cracked Die podcast. Yay! We're still alive. Somehow. I'm working on it. Oh. There's a musical in there somewhere. <laughs> Somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass stuff every single day. I don't know why I suddenly got scared to curse <laughs> on this show. Have you heard our backlog? Yes. <laughs> We're squeaky clean. They call me Mr. Clean because I have a shaved head and that's how clean our podcast is. None of those things are true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you believe in that, I have a bridge to sell you. <laughs> you know, normally we have some sort of fun banter to start off an episode. I had some thoughts and they quickly left my brain as they are wont to do. So last time you guys came into the Cathedral of Phrasma here. At night, you broke in by opening the door. I don't know if that's really breaking and entering, but you checked out some of the top rooms. You found two people sleeping outside in like a servant's quarters. And then you came in, you came into the main. What is the main room of a cathedral called? The nave, the central part of a church building intended to accommodate the most of the congregation. In traditional Western churches, it's rectangular, separated from the chancel by a step or rail and from adjacent aisles by pillars. All right. That looks kind of like this, except it's a little more of an L shape than a rectangle. But, you know, that works. There are pillars. The altar space is raised on steps. You do notice that the pews have been pushed to the sides to create a long corridor. And in the middle of that corridor is the coffin where the Farazmin leader who recently died has been laid. But then she sat up. So I guess she's not as dead as you thought. Or is she? She's been laid to unrest. And then some other vampires showed up to deal with the scuffle. And this large bodyguard guy transformed into a huge, mechanically huge, three by three, green demon looking thing that has four sets of arms, two little T-Rex style arms, which have fingers and stuff, and two giant lobster claws. So he has two sets of arms, meaning he has four arms? Yes, that's exactly what I said. But does he roll his sleeves up to show them off? <laughs> Oh, of course. I mean, this creature is thick with six C's. From the south through a door came a Barobid man. I think we were all calling him Phrasman Jesus last time. Yeah, Phrasman Jesus, as he has been called by Christine. I kind of wish he was Pretzel Jesus, but <laughs> that's just me. Here's a dumb question. Is it Phrasma or is it Phrasma? It's Phrasma with a PH if you're nasty. No, it's Miss Jackson if you're nasty. Oh, okay. Sorry. I always get Phrasma and Janet Jackson mixed up. Okay. <laughs> you can't see the head tilt I'm doing, but it's the press X to doubt meme. Those are words and you said them. So that's where we are. <laughs> press F for respects. Yeah, F in the chat, friends. <laughs> Lots of icons out here. Yeah, there are lots of icons. Let's quickly go over how everyone is doing. Soraya is immobilized, flat-footed, and grabbed. Can you remind us what that's from? I think it made a claw attack and then could spend an extra action to grab. The vampire? The vampire, correct. Knife Sword has Ooze Martial Aura, and that's it. That's all I'm wearing. Yep. <laughs> Twin Talon also only has Ooze Martial Aura. Ooh, oh boy. You are drained one, slowed one, you're in the dread martial stance, you are raging, and you have your own aura, Marshall's aura on. Brianna 
also has a cacophony of icons. She is drained one, grabbed, and therefore flat-footed and immobilized, and has the marshal's aura. And she is grabbed by the vampire to her west. Oh, the big guy is slowed, and the former bishop appears to be frightened one. I believe Ooh frightened the former Phrasmin bishop. So it is now Knife Sword's turn in the fourth round. Vampires to the left of you, vampires to the right, and here you are, stuck in the middle with Ooh. I have a quick question. How is this place lit? Is there like a chandelier or? There are torches on the pillars. So if you see where the halos of light are coming around, those are the pillars that have torches on them. There's two torches per pillar, one on the left and one on the right, if you are looking directly down. going to cast zero gravity, because you love that spell. I do, I do. Where are you placing it? That's for me to know. You to find out? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to cast that. That's three turns, so I'm doing. All right, so this 20-foot radius, 40-foot tall cylinder of no gravity surrounds both the former bishop and the giant green monster. Ooh, it is your turn. Cool. There's a vampire that's down right in front of me past the dead vampire. So mama's going to jump on them like a spider monkey stab them in the face with my silver dagger. You got to move first. Let's start there. Oh, I move one space. All right, there you go. For a 31 to hit. That will hit because they are frightened. They should be scared of me. Is ooh Batman. Just throwing that out there now. She's not not Batman. 11. 11 damage. Yeah. That looks like a palpable hit. Sweet. I do it again. Because fuck this bitch. For a 29? That is a miss. I'm currently raging, right? You are. We take a step back for just one second. She does an additional two damage. Oh, for her stance. Yes, her Dread Marshal stance gives her and us two damage. Plus two. All right. Well, I'll take another two points of damage away. Does my five foot movement count as a movement action? Feet. Yes. Okay, so that's all my moves. All right. Soraya, tease your turn. Well, I literally have a vampire, like, right up on me, and I think they're going to try to drain me if they can. No. Why would they do that? So I'm going to use my double brew quick alchemy to mix up two bottled sunlights real quick. Is that a manipulate action? I'm immobilized, so the only thing I can't do is move. And no, it is not. It's interact. Okay. I believe. I was looking this up during who's <laughs> turn to make sure I had it right. Okay. But the immobilized thing just says you can't use any action with the move trait, and making alchemy is not a move trait. And interact is a manipulate action. Interact is a manipulate. Oh, okay. Oh, fright. I forgot the fucking tiered, weird, stacked. Yeah. You're held in place by a creature. While grabbed, if you attempt to manipulate action, you must succeed at a DC5 flat check, or it is lost. So you can still do that. You just need to roll a DC five flat check. So let me roll my flat check. It's only a five. Shut up. You're not 11. Fine. I mix up my two batches of sunlight. <laughs> not anything that can affect my roll because you are a curse, my friend. First one, flat check is a 14. So I'm going to try and hit her with it. I'm basically just breaking it over her head. All right, you know what? Because uh, you're so close, I'll give you a plus one on this. Okay. Oh! It's a 24. A 24 will miss, 
but you do have a hero point. I'm going to use it because I don't want to be in this thing's grip. Why? It's just, it wants a hug. No one wants to hug the vampire. How's a 40? Oh, oh my goodness. A 40 is a crit. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Number 24, bomb or spell. If this is electricity spell or bomb, target takes double damage. At the start of its next turn, it takes normal damage. Any other bomb or spell deals double. So it does double, double damage. Okay, double damage. Okay. So we have to break this down real quick because it also, because it is a vampire, specifically takes max damage from the positive. Really? Nice. Yes, Bottled Sunlight specifically does the maximum positive damage to creatures with weakness to sunlight. Okay. That's awesome. Anytime you can do like guaranteed damage or like it's real consistent, I love it. Yeah. So that would be... This is a greater Bottled Sunlight? Yes. Okay. Well, so maximum positive damage is 3d4. You rolled two fours and a two on your regular. Yeah, so it's it's taking 25 positive plus whatever weaknesses it has to that. And then 18 fire on top of that, because that's the extra 3d4 fire times two. Okay, so would it be, oh boy, is it one plus one plus two plus one, or is it two plus one plus one plus one? It's 43 damage altogether. It's 43 altogether, okay. It actually does more damage than that. Oh, does it? Yes, so three times four is 12 plus two from ooh. Oh, fuck. Am I close enough to ooh? No. Oh, you're not? Oh, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. Appreciate it. So it's 12 times two is 24. Plus the three, because it's 3d4 plus three. Okay. 27. Positive. Okay. And then it is 18 fire. 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 That was a nice hit. Yeah. Well, I have another one. Did you do the splash too? Oh yeah, it takes three positive splash. And we decided last time that because this is a bomber special ability, if it has weakness to positive, it's going to take that weakness twice. Once for the normal hit and once for the splash. Correct. Did we establish what that weakness was? Like how much it was? Yes, I was looking back. You do know that there are no weaknesses, but it has physical resistance to everything except silver or weapons shedding bright light. They don't have weakness to sunlight. Correct. Or positive. That does not seem right. Doesn't sunlight count as bright light, though? It does, so it does not take the resistance. Okay. Anyway, I'm making a flat check to hit her with the second one. You can do it. Yes, I can. It was a six. Nice. Freaking daywalker. You can barely do it. I mean, <laughs> flashbang just also went off in my face. So how's a 32? A 32 will hit. Alrighty. So it is taking 11 positive splash plus... It is taking 12. 12? Positive? It's undead. Right, thank you, sorry. Taking 12 positive, Yep. three positive splash, and nine more fire. Your rolls on that positive damage are just insane today. I really wish that they would be better on the fire because the positive always does max. <laughs> so I have a question for Sean real quick. Is that a melee attack or is that not a melee attack that she just did? Technically, bombs are ranged weapons, but my range is like up to, actually it's up to 60 feet now with add-ons, but... Flavor-wise, because she has me grabbed, I'm literally just breaking them over her head. Yeah. So, Sean, <laughs> is that a melee attack or is that a ranged attack? Yes, it is a ranged attack. So if you're holding that it's a ranged attack, then that's fine and we can move along. You cannot react to murder. <laughs> sorry. No, that's fine. You did a shit ton of damage. Don't be sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I took her down two color levels. She's She went from green to orange. All right. Top of round five. It is now my turn to have fun. It's my turn. And if I remember correctly, which I only do because I took copious notes. This 
vampire over here will reload. What is the reload on a short bow? Is it reload one or zero? Zero. So for our listeners at home, which is the vampire over here? That's a good call. The one over by the, is that a dais? Yeah. Yeah. There are two over by the altar near Phrasmin Jesus who have short bows out. And so the one to the north is going to take a shot at Soraya and short bow strike. I literally have my hands full and I'm getting shot at. Yikes. <laughs> that is a 38. I am currently flat-footed. Okay. Which means my AC is a 28. Oh, <gasps> does that mean it's a crit? Oh no. Can we make you reroll with our hero points? You may. Take my hero point. I mean, I will say I have most of my hit points. <laughs> Still though, not okay. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because this, this is the end of the adventure, Christine. We all know that. Well, because bows are, are deadly D10, right? So they do an extra D10 damage on top of being doubled. Yes. I'm just saying, usually you have a little macro that pops up and says whether it crits or not, and I do not see a crit there. I'm going to re-roll <laughs> and keep the better result. Let's see. Is that the same exact fucking roll? That's the same fucking result. What the fuck? Sean, stop cheating with your dice. Can I spend my hero point and get you to re-roll again? Can we do that? No. Boo. I don't get to keep the better result. I just keep the new result. That's what it is. It's a 27 to hit you. Oh, that misses. Well, then they're going to reload and shoot you again. But I made you waste some ammunition in time. <laughs> and all of his attacks now are worse. 25. Also misses. Third shot. Crit, fail, crit, fail, crit, fail. 21. Regular fail. <laughs> all right. The other vampire near the altar who has their short bow out. How far away is Ooh? Far enough. 50 feet. That is one range increment. So it's not outside the first range increment. Here comes the short bow at Ooh. Pew! That's a 41. I will throw my liberating step. That will crit. Do you want to use your hero point to make me reroll? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then I take back my liberating step for now. Come on, natural 20. Make them waste that hero point. That's a 36. That's a regular hit. Now you can liberate. All right. All right, let's do some damage. It does no damage because of the liberation, because the liberation is two plus your level, and I only did 10 points of damage. Hell yeah. <laughs> Suck it, vampire. So it like ricochets against this like wall of light that shows up in front of Ooh. <sighs> and Ooh, you may take two steps if you would like. But be careful stepping into the negative gravity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would maybe take one step to the left and get out of the gravity and still be able to target the vampire. I don't think she's in the gravity as it is. What's the purple? It is, but typically it's full squares that are in it or squares that a majority are in it. So I think she's technically missed by it. She is. Do you see the light blue area that's filled in? That's the area. That's where the tentacles are? <laughs> no, that's where there's no gravity this time. Who will run towards the tentacles? <laughs> Who just dives head first in tentacles? Yeah! Wee! Who <laughs> just has hentai queen tattooed? Like, as a tramp stamp? Yeah. I was gonna say, as a tramp stamp. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Hashtag no shame. <laughs> no shame. Yeah, I 
could squeeze right here. That'll be fine. But just one step to the left. All right. And a step to the right. Does that put Soraya in the marshal's art now or no? I believe so. Yeah, 10 foot is technically 15. Damn it. All right. Here comes the second bow shot at Ooh. That's a miss with a 24. Last shot. Pew pew. That's a critical miss. That's a critical with a total of 17. I'm taking it. Oh no. Oh yes. This is called friendly fire. <laughs> you hit the ally nearest to the target. That's twin Talon, right? No. Does she hit the one that has me or the Phorasmin Resurrectress? Actually, she'll probably hit the bishop because there is a pillar between Ooh and the vampire that has you grab Soraya. So it's just going to deal damage to the bishop. Max damage. <laughs> so that's 14 points of damage minus resistances. Well, that was a crappy turn for me. Seems great. I don't know. I think it was a great turn. Mm. Not happy with that. All right. Next up is the vampire holding Soraya. So first and foremost, some of the wounds start to close up on it. Is that true of wounds dealt by positive energy? Yes. And then, I don't know. You're grabbed, right? You know damn well I am, you bastard. <laughs> what is your fortitude DC? Oh dear. Oh, your delicious blood. 32. It's <laughs> yeah. my fortitude DC. So I need to make an athletics check against your fortitude DC. Well, at least she's a jugger, huh? That's going to help. Here we go. That is a 30. Ha! Fails. Nice. <sighs> All right. Well, since you're already grabbed and this vampire can't drain your blood for some reason, they're just going to swing a claw at you. Oh, they can only attempt that once around? No, they can do it multiple times, but it is technically an attack, so they take the minus four. I rolled a natural 20. Would anyone like to use a hero point? It looks like, Soraya, you have a second one. Do I? Then yeah, re-roll that shit. You guys just don't want me to have fun today. I don't want to be a vampire! <laughs> oh, don't worry, you wouldn't. 26. Miss, bitch. <laughs> that was a little angry. I don't know why you're so angry. I'm just sassy, I'm not angry. All right, we're going to make another athletics check at a minus 10, just to see if I can get some delicious, delicious blood. 26? 26. Will miss? First off, it's the bishop's turn. All right, so first off, they look a little bit better. Ew. Just a teeny tiny bit better. So the bishop, I need all living creatures isn't the demon a living creature? Yes, they are. So they'll make a reflex save as well, or a uh, fortitude save. I'm sorry. It looks like, ooh, Twin Talon and Brianna, please give me a fortitude save. All right, let's start with, ooh, what did you get? Ooh, got a 24. That is a fail. No. Brianna, what did you get? I got a 32. That is a regular success. It is a critical success because I'm a juggernaut. All right. And Twin Talon? Twin Talon got a 40. Ooh. That is a critical success. That's a roll on a 19 will do. So who is the only one taking damage? Did the demon also get a critical success? The demon got a regular success, so they take half damage as the shadows twist and writhe around everyone that's in that aura. Who takes 48 points of negative damage. And the demon takes half of that, which is 24. And, ooh, 
you are slowed one, which you're already slow to one, so you're fine. Nothing else happens. How many actions is that? Two actions. Okay. So Sun just rolled a D4 we couldn't see. I'm wondering if that's like a breath weapon recharge type thing. I mean, I'll tell you, yes, it takes a little bit of time to recharge with that super ability. So Sean said crap. So I'm going to guess it's a three or a four. So guys, if we can kill her in two turns, we're okay. We don't have to worry about that thing again, whatever that is. For their third action, they are going to push off from the coffin because they are in zero gravity and move. Would you like to make an attack of opportunity, ooh? I would. Is this a good time to use topple foe? That trips them, right? Well, isn't she floating right now? Is she in space? Yes. She's in space, so topple foe might not be a good one for this. Well, what I would think would happen is because she's floating and she's going out of the zero gravity, you would trip her, meaning she would lose control. And then when she exits zero gravity, she would fall prone. So it wouldn't stop her in her space, but she would be prone once she exits zero gravity, probably. So it's definitely not wasted, especially since it does full damage. Let's do that. An ally succeeds at a melee strike against an opponent you are both adjacent to is the triggering effect. So you can't actually topple them, unfortunately, but you can stab them. I will take my attack of opportunity. All right. I wanted to see her just go, like, spinning through zero gravity. <laughs> Ooh, 26. That will miss. Just a regular miss. How does zero gravity affect their movement? I would think they move in a straight line until they exit zero gravity. I'm curious if they're full speed or not. Creatures float in place unless they can push off a surface, so she pushed off the coffin. Pushing off is a single action. It has the move trait. Move half its speed in a straight line through the area. So half of 25 would be back up a little bit. 10. So it's she just gets out of the 5, 10. There you go. Whoop. Good call on that, Matt. Take a hero point for keeping me honest. Thanks. You're gonna need it. I mean, what? Hmm? Who? Hmm? Who? What? Who? In what? All right. Next up is Twin Talon's turn. Get him. All right. So Twin Talon has a ripe target directly next to him. So he's gonna try to aerate her kidneys. I'm surprised that I don't have a uh, building strike on this person already but I don't remember what happened last time we played, so. I think you were focused on the one that died. <laughs> Very possibly. 31 to hit, flat-footed. 31 will hit. Okay, so I do get the Dread Martial Aura. So it's this plus two. So 27 plus two is 29 cold iron piercing damage. Magic cold iron piercing. 29 cold iron piercing damage. Okay, all right. I'm gonna put debilitating strike on her, and I'm going to try again and not put debilitating strike on. Mm, I could, but I'd rather do it. Uh, 33 versus her flat-footed AC. That will hit. Okay, so that is plus two from the martial aura. So that's 33, 36, 37, 38 piercing cold iron magic. 38 piercing cold iron damage. Would you like to describe your aeration of uh, their kidneys? So uh, I think I, I have a feeling this thing's like, it's grappling Soraya, so it's probably reached out, grabbed her about the neck or shoulders, and Twin Talon just takes two swipes with his swords, and cuts one of its wrists off, and cuts the other wrist off, and just kicks it away. And it just goes spiraling over the pew in a hunk of just ichor and, and goo. Mmm, delicious, <laughs> delicious ichor. Mm -hmm. You have one more action. I do. And nobody's adjacent to me. Ooh, what do you think you're going to do next turn? Are you going to go to the bishop? That's the lady to the southwest of me, right? Correct. Correct. That is where I will be heading. Okay. Twin Talon's going to take some time because he's not in zero gravity. So 5, 10, 20, 25, 30. 
just gonna kind of loop around and be there. I don't like that. So Twin Talon basically runs around in a circle to avoid her reach, but circle around to cut off her escape wherever. I guess. I don't know if she's going somewhere specific. I want to keep her from getting away from you. Okay, I can appreciate that. Brianna. Nope. Oh, nope. Do you hate Brazilians, Sean? Is that what your problem is? No, but pterodactyls? Okay, <laughs> so this lady who's both is going to sweep around to land behind the vampire who is grappling with Brianna and provide Brianna a flank. Aw, thanks, sweetie. Boo. She's your best friend. Brazilian pterodactyl noises. Yes. <laughs> You just hear Samba out from somewhere every time she moves. All right, that one. Okay, now it is Brianna's turn. It is my turn by the loud sound that totally did not spook me. It's fine. Great! Anyway, so I am grabbed, I believe. You are. I would like to attempt to escape. Escape? Yes, I believe it's the word for escape, says Dory. So I use an unarmed attacked modifier against the DC of the effect. It's typically an athletics DC or thievery DC or spell DC. Okay, I have an athletics DC for you. Go ahead and make an unarmed escape. Man, if only I could use my cinder cloth gown to it. How's a 37? A 37 versus their athletics DC is a success. Hooray! Excellent. Hooray! Oh, wait, hang on, hang on. Oh, God damn it. Is it a critical success? That is a critical success. Hooray! Sweet, which means I can stride up to five feet. Yep, and you get a free move out of it. Hmm, I don't think I want to move since my buddy is providing some flanking. A little flankage. Some flankage. Originally, I was going to, like, step around it so I can be closer to my friends. So should I need to help in any way? So I think I'm just going to swing at, at this person with my trusty, trusty scimitar. I have two scimitars while my brain is, is freaking out about this right now. You do have two. One is a plus two striking silver scimitar that you pulled off of someone, and one is a plus two disrupting striking scimitar. Which I did not roll terribly well. 27? That's a miss. Uh, I guess I have one more action. Disrupt undead is two action, so let's not do that. So I'll raise my shield. All right. That's my turn. All right. Your shield has been raised. Next up is, oh, Big Green's turn. Who is slowed and also in zero gravity. That is correct. Also apparently named Tungwort. And I believe he's a Glabrazoo. <laughs> it came to me earlier, which is why I yelled that if I was wondering. With two big claws and two little hands, I think it's a Glabrazoo. Not that I remember anything more than that. So I only have two actions this turn. Oh, no, I am slowed too. I have one action this turn. Good. Wow, that changes everything. Uh, <laughs> um, it's just going to bite Brianna. It's bite has a reach? Yeah. <laughs> Natural 20 for a 47. Oh boy. I'll use my hero point to reroll that. Oh, you son of a. It's like we care about each other or something, Sean. I don't. Sean, in this game and also in Absalom and Order, you will never get a natural 20 that someone doesn't make you reroll. Just get <laughs> used to it. As long as we have hero points. All right. Coming back with the jaws again. Ah, how? Ah, how? 37, which is a regular hit. Here comes the damage. How does it do 3d12 plus six? It's a big boy. Bullshit. <laughs> so it's 44 piercing damage. Yeah, uh -huh. I do have my shield up. 
Oh. Yep. And you remember, you can break spikes off to reduce the damage before applying it to the shield. I didn't think that enough time had passed for the spikes to regrow. You haven't broken the spikes off in a while. Are you sure? If the GM says you got them. Okay, I got them. You got them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got them. I think it's six points per spike, five spikes. Six points per spike, and there are five spikes. So you could eliminate 30 damage off the top. Sure, let's do that. Okay, I roll really well on those d12s as well. It's uh, It was an 11, an 11, and a 9. All right, so we're taking 30 off the top, which makes that 14 points of damage. And then you can use the hardness. Yeah. Okay, so you're just going to take the 14? Eh, it's 14. And then five evil. I do not have like a weakness against evil. I do not think. Nope that you know of. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering why Sean was not mentioning it. He was like, and then you take this much physical. <laughs> and five evil. And five evil. Uh, sure. I'll take it. Five evil. Five evil. All right. So from, instead of taking 49 damage, you're taking 19 points of damage. Yeah. Much more palatable. Yes. Thank you. Uh, is it though? Is it? It's better than 49. Yeah. No, it's not. All right. Well, that's its turn because it lost two actions. And now it is the vampire that is being flanked by a Brazilian pterodactyl and Brianna. So first action that they're going to take is to cry. Crying is always a free action. Oh, shit, <laughs> Actually, the first thing they're going to do is that. So wait, what is that for our audience? Oh, yes. You see the wounds start to stitch up and close as they look a little more revitalized. What? Gross. Yeah, it is. It is not a provoking attack? Nope, it is a passive ability. <laughs> I had to try, guys, I'm sorry. Do your thing, but a claw comes out at you again, Brianna. Whack! Ooh, with a two on the die for a total of 23. I believe that is a critical failure, Sean. <laughs> Love that shield. Let's get critical, critical. Let's get critical. Is this unarmed or melee? It was a claw? Yeah, it'd be unarmed, right? So it'd be a natural, yeah. Head first. You fall unconscious until you wake up or the end of your next turn. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just knocked itself out? Yep. So this vampire goes and swings with all their might forward with their claw and Brianna throws the shield in the way and they just crack their <laughs> skull against it and you fall unconscious for a round. Their ears are ringing, not that you can hear it. <laughs> well, that was dumb. All right, the Phrasmin Jesus, priest, cleric. You would probably guess they're a cleric because of their vestments and whatnot come out. They don't like being that close to a vampire, so they're going to move. I want to say their behavior last time was very weird. Like they came out, looked more disappointed than anything else, and then like tried to wrap the vampire's knuckles, and that was like the end of their turn. It was very confusing. So they're going to move because they're way too close to a vampire. So they move 25, and then they are going to make a secret check. Ooh, they make it. Okay, great. I didn't expect them to actually succeed at this. Hang on. It sounds like it's a thing where they do channel energy and they have to succeed versus the undead's like fortitude DC, I think, or will DC. If they're still on our side. We'll find out. Oh, great. They're in range. Great. I'm going to make a secret roll for some people. I don't know if this guy's our friend. Well, we'll see very quickly what happens, right? This is so fun. 
Why are you like this, sir? Why are you like this? <laughs> What's the worst that happens? He starts buffing them and we die. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I will say whoever I just rolled for failed and they don't have any hero points. Looks like you rolled for Brianna. Yep. Cool. No, it is cool. It is cool. Do you cast divine spells by any chance? I do. What's the thing that makes you lose your spells or something like that? Crisis of faith is my bet. No. Crisis of faith? It does like stupid D6 against uh, spellcaster, like specifically divine spellcasters. So you suddenly feel your brain assaulted with images of Saren Ray leaving you, leaving you helpless, saying you have not been serving her as you should. And you are stupefied for one round and you take 36 mental points of damage. Can I use a hero point to let Brianna reroll? No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, because it wasn't an attack roll, it was a save. So you are having a crisis of faith. Christine, you totally called that. Good job. Do I get a hero point? Yeah, I'll give you a hero point. Great. For your metagame knowledge that you have, but yes. Gonna shout out my friend Pete. Thank you for playing Bond in it with that spell. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, because you're a meddling kid. That's not what I said. <laughs> no, no. Metagame knowledge, that's different. Also, just for funsies, give me a religion roll, Haya. This guy has his phrasma pin on upside down or some bullshit. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was wrong because I cast it at a higher level than I should have. I'm sorry. Well, thank you for being honest. You wanted me to roll religion, correct? Yes, please. I'm not rolling well. 17. You did just have a crisis of faith. Yeah, you just feel like gross religious energy crawling all over you. I'm going to give you back 18. I'm going to take the last four dice off that I rolled, which is a one, a five, a four, and an eight. Thank you. Yep, so you have 18 back. And you see him start to cackle as he casts. You done fucked up, eh, Aaron? Now we know who you are. <laughs> I can't see them, but oh, just you wait, Henry Higgins. Just you wait, Henry Higgins. And with that, it is now Knife Sword's turn. Oh, goody. Hey, Sean, how high is the ceiling? <laughs> Why does that sound like the beginning of a, a stand-up or something? How high is the ceiling? How high is it? <laughs> it's so high that if this demon falls from up there, it'll do a bunch of damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It doesn't tell me, but you're right. It is a grand cathedral. So let's say it is 80 feet tall. So to give you a comparison, the main structure of the Cathedral of Notre Dame is 211 feet high. Oh, geez. So I don't know how big this is compared to Notre Dame, but this is supposed to be a, a large cathedral, so. Yes, okay. So we'll say it's about 120. Okay, and then how tall is the demon? Probably 15 feet, if he's huge. Yeah. Okay, so here's my thinking. My gravity well is a 30-foot sphere. There's zero gravity. So I'm gonna cast a gravity well so that it's high enough to affect the demon's head thereby picking up his whole body because he doesn't weigh anything, shifting him straight up, you know, of course, to the center of the gravity well, which would be 15 feet from the top of his head. However, the gravity well doesn't have a duration. It just kind of happens at this round and ends. So his momentum should carry him straight up till he either hits the ceiling or the top of the anti-gravity zone, in which case he would turn around and start coming back down. So I'm going to cast my sixth level gravity well so that his head is inside the sphere and he is lifted off the ground. Okay. So anti-gravity is a 40-foot column? Yes. Yeah, it's just an instant grab from whatever direction. So he would go indefinitely until he hits the top of it. I think you're absolutely right. I can't argue with physics. And it doesn't even matter if he, like, 
rolls so he only moves like five feet, that's still enough momentum to get him going. I just gotta get him started. Yep. So I make a reflex save, but like you said, it's not gonna matter. So he's gonna start going up 120 feet. 40. 40 feet. Okay. So he's up 40 feet. Now, in order to have the zero gravity, you must maintain it for one action. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what, this only has two actions to cast gravity well, so I'm maintaining the zero gravity with my other action. I'm curious about that. All right. You're gonna random upgrade? No, I think I'm gonna give you some options. Oh, okay. So I don't know that in sustaining, it tells you what action you have to use on your turn. I don't think it has to necessarily be the first action. It does not. So you could throw him up in the air, not sustain it. He'll immediately fall down, take 20 damage and be prone. And then you would have another action or you can spend the action to just let him float up there. I was gonna let him float up there. The thing is he's next to those pillars and I think he can use the pillars to pull himself down. Can he grab that pillar from there? He's directly adjacent to one, to his north. Oh, sorry, I couldn't see that because the your turn was over it. <laughs> sorry. You could also kind of force him, uh, well, if, even if you forced him five feet to the left, it would still put him next to two pillars. I think that he, on his turn, could get down. So it's up to you whether you want to make him take his turn to get down from where he is, or if you want to just drop him immediately and then take your action to do something else. Well, here's another question. If he's going up and I hit him with a magic missile, which is force damage, will that increase his acceleration upwards? <laughs> no. No. I applaud your creativity. In fact, I'm going to give you a hero point for your creativity. Nice. But no, you cannot force Magic Missile to juggle him like a fighting game. <laughs> Although arguably, because of how momentum and anti-gravity works, if he were to rocket out of the 40-foot column and start coming back down, anti-gravity doesn't stop you from moving. It just means there's no resistance. So he would still continue towards the floor at whatever momentum he was at when he re-entered the anti-gravity. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to maintain the anti-gravity because that's at least going to like make him waste an action. If he's prone, he's also going to waste an action to get up. Again, I'm not trying to make you do one thing or another. I just want to make sure you have all the information. I thought you were going to start chaining gravity wells just to try and like pull him higher and higher and higher. I was. I mean, you can do that too. <laughs> oh no. So what I'm hearing is we need another character who is a liberator who can also cast gravity well and zero gravity to help out. <laughs> so liberate Brianna and then also... Oh, they sort of shenanigans. <laughs> no, my master plan was to try to get him up to the ceiling and then uh, cast the tentacles to hold him up there. <laughs> yeah, he just enough actions in a turn because zero gravity is three actions. Yeah, that's the problem. All right, well, theoretically, if he if I let him go and he slams down to the ground, how much damage could he take? He'll take 20. It's distance traveled divided by two. And if he takes any damage whatsoever, he lands prone. But he seems to be immune to everything. I don't know that that's true. I don't know if that he's immune to fall damage or being prone. Yeah. We haven't really dealt with him much. There's been like vampires in our faces and we've been taking care of them. Okay. All right, well, let's do it. Let's slam him to the ground and see what happens. I mean, worst case scenario, I just pick him up again. All right. Yeah, and you still have another action then, which if you want to magic whistle or do something else, you can do that. Okay, let's do that. And then let's see what happens. And then we'll see what I do with my last action. All right, so as you drop them, they're going to try and grab an edge. That's a fail. They do not grab the edge, so they fall to the ground and are prone, taking 40 points of damage. Nice. I think it's 20. Actually, I critically failed, so I probably take double damage? That would suck if like, you got your arm pinned under you when you fell, like made it worse. Break your arm? Yeah, or you whack your head on the way down if you're trying to grab something. 
Yeah. Oh, you continue to fall. If you fall in 20 feet or more, you take an additional 10 bludgeoning damage for every 20 feet falling. Yeah, so you take double damage. Yeah. yeah, basically. So 40 damage. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Wow. I sort of just landed the guy right on his head. Punk. You're just sickening crunch. <laughs> yeah. Spine area. And then I will hit him with a level five matching missile just to see if it does anything. Okay. For another 12 points of damage. Oof. Uh, you definitely see one of his horns is broken from falling on his head. Yeah, that sucked. Welcome to Kerbal Magic Program. <laughs> <laughs> to space. Oh, you're the worst, Rob. You're the worst. All right. Heidi, it is Ooh's turn and you lose one action from being slow. I will go south and then I will strike. Out that bitch with my silver dagger. Fuck you, lady. For 39. 39 is a crit because they are flat-footed. Very nice. When she's done, I'd like to react to murder. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Denied. Oh. You can't do that. Motion denied. <laughs> I'd like to appeal your ruling. This is called piercing tongue. Target must succeed at a DC 5 flat check to cast spells with a verbal component until healed. Oh, you're the worst. Okay. Let's strike this bitch. Stab her right in the mouth. Oh, it's a, sorry, it's a critical. <laughs> Double damage. So two times that? Yep. 22 points of damage. Silver. 22 points of bard damage. Fuck your couch. <laughs> Is she still up? Very much so. Then I will react to murder, thank you. That shit. 26 to hit. 26 will miss. You do have a hero point, I believe. I have two. I will use one of them. Could you not? 31. That is a hit. Okay, good. So that's 30 points of piercing cold iron magic. Damage. And I'd like to put debilitating strike on it, please. All right, still up. And those are my two actions. All right, it is now Soraya's turn. Okay, so we established that the bishop was resurrected as a vampire, correct? It certainly appears so. Either that or Ooh just stabbed someone for no reason. <laughs> It's not some other kind of undead. No, you see the fangs, you see them like healing like the rest of them do. It's pretty obvious. Well, I still have five reagents left, so I'm gonna mix up two more puddled uh, sunlights. And yes, I have like a crazy ridiculous range on them now. So I'm gonna th I'm gonna huck one at the bishop her for a 35. That will hit. Nice. Alrighty. Alright, she is gonna take 12 positive, plus three splash, and six fire. Well, it's a good thing you do maximum damage with your three ones you roll. <laughs> yeah, I rolled all three ones on the fucking, yeah. So that was fortuitous. I really wanted to help Brianna out, but she's got Tisani over there and I want to deal with this bitch. So the second one's going at her too. That's a, ooh, 25. Mm. 25 will miss. I just got a hero point, didn't I? You did. <laughs> got a 50 get shot doing better. There we go. 30. 30 will hit. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So she is taking 15 more positive. No, she's not. Oh. She's taking seven more positive. And would you like to describe how you kill the bishop? There is just this enormous flash of sunlight and like a gout of flame. And then the bishop just falls back down into ash. And I'm going to mumble a little occult thing because I have the exorcist archetype now and hope her spirit is truly at rest and can join everything. Man, here I thought you were gonna do like a one-liner, ashes to ashes. 
I mean, ashes to ashes, dust to dust for Asma's boneyard. <laughs> In true movie and cinematic trope, as the dust falls to the ground, you see that it kind of coalesces into an image of what looks like a fly with a skull on its back as it poofs up and then goes away. Ergothoa? Yeah. Is that right? That is correct. That is the Argothoid symbol. Wow. Yep. We've uh, definitely had these folks in Provosa before. Also, if you remember in the Quarry of Death, <laughs> as I've begun to call it, you found a bunch of Ergothoan symbols and altars down there too. But yeah, I will say a little prayer, just kind of like move on. You, you belong in the boneyard. You should get your final rest. <laughs> Like you of all people. Well, this initiative tracker is getting smaller and smaller, and I'm not a fan of that. That means you're killing my monsters off. It's only been five rounds so far. We're moving to the top of the sixth round, but we're going to do round six next week. Sounds, Sounds good. good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at, at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.